in today's episode, I'm going to talk about getting back to the most important person in your life, you. Peace and blessings, everyone. This is Elegant Granny, your restoration strategist and creator and host of the Proactify podcast. Last week, I interrupted the transition series I started to conduct the quarterly Q&A that was promised on the assigned date, and I only did it because that's the date I promised I was going to do it. As always, there were a lot of great questions, and most of them had to do with things that trigger survivors of abuse and also about the work I do outside the podcast. If you missed the last episode, the link will be in the show notes and also on the blog. Before the Q&A last week, I started a series on the different things victims and survivors of abuse face as they are transitioning from their toxic relationships. The last one was on confusion to clarity. And in that episode, I suggested what the most important thing is with a few examples that need to be confronted first in order to have a smoother transition from a life of abuse. If you missed that episode, the link will be in the show notes and also on the blog. Today's episode will be back on track with the transition series, and today's topic is rebuilding a relationship with yourself. Getting back to the most important person in your life, namely you, is a big deal. Because what generally happens as you are in an abusive relationship, absolutely everything is about the abuser and no one else. So the importance of your children and you, your existence, or the relationship with yourself tend to fade. With this in mind, I will share a few things that could help. The first thing you want to do is assess where you are now, that is mentally, physically, intellectually, financially, and spiritually. A lot of times, people are not aware of the extent of abuse they have endured until they are finally away from their abuser for some time. In most cases, more than one type of abuse is committed against the victim, but they pretty much focus on the one that hurts the most, although they are aware others may be happening. Knowing where you are can help you make decisions on what you need to do to help yourself get better. If you need support assessing where you are and are willing to talk to someone, find that friend you trust. Speak to a domestic violence advocate or do it old school and take out pen and paper and write down where you remember you were in each of these areas before your relationship with this person. Write down where you are now and then write down where you want to be. These are the three main things you will need to know before moving on to a better relationship with yourself. If you don't know where you are, it's hard getting where you're trying to go. Gift yourself with activities or things you actually like. 
This was also something stripped away from survivors. As I said before, while in a toxic relationship, everything is about the abuser and nothing about the victim. Most of the activities the couple engaged in were whatever the abuser wanted to do. Ask yourself a few questions now that you're away from them. What are some things you used to do before your relationship with that person you would like to do again? What are the things you need to do to accomplish that? What are some of the things you were not able to get for yourself or the children if you have any that you are free to get now? The third thing is gift yourself mental wellness. Now y'all know how strongly I suggest seeing the to the quality of your mental health, especially with a mental health specialist. Not only can you visit with one, but now that you are away from the abuser, engage in activities that bring you peace. That may look different to a lot of people. For me, it's going for walks or reading a good book. Now for those who really don't know what it, it would take for you, Try different things. The best part of rebuilding a relationship with yourself is increasing your self-awareness, which starts the domino effect of increasing your self-worth, your self-value, and your self-esteem. These things are done when you spend time with yourself and get to know you just as you would with any other relationship. Each of these areas will be discussed in another episode later in the year. The last thing I want to talk about is boundaries. Create them and enforce them. And I'm going to say that again. When it comes to boundaries, create them and enforce them. Dealing with abusers, all boundaries are disrespected. It exhausts you trying to enforce them while you are with them. Now that you are away from them, there isn't a lot of energy you have to spend on enforcing them. Now, of course, you may have to enforce them on others as you transition and work on being healed. Creating and enforcing your boundaries helps to make you feel and keep you safe, helps you feel respected and important, and lets others know this is how they can help you as you transition. You are a great asset in this world and it is especially important after a life of any form of abuse to see a physician and a mental health specialist to help you excel as you recover. Let a granny know in the voice message feature or by email at proactiveeye at gmail.com some things you do to help you recover. I would love to hear your story and get your perspective on why those things are valuable to you. It has been a pleasure sharing with you today. All links to connect with me and free resources are in the show notes. Feel free to download episodes and take advantage of the free resources provided. You can visit the Proactive Eye blog at bit.ly forward slash PE podcast blog. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash PE podcast blog. You can also connect with Proactive Eye on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Proactive Eye, 
And also on Facebook, the handle is at Proactive Eye Podcast. This has been your host, Elegant Granny. Thank you for your support and visit again. And remember, healing is a continuous process, not a one-shot deal. Much love, peace, light, and healing vibes, family.